Ready for this? Yeah, we've been recording. Yeah, but not really at the same time. We haven't right. done the intro. Well, I know we haven't started. I just ask if we're recording. We can't start without the intro. All, All right, right, do your thing, man. Hit the intro. That, hit the button. Put your headphones on. <laughs> it's the best when we talked right through the intro. It's like <laughs> it makes it so much more valid. Does it? No. <laughs> should should I didn't even have headphones on. Oh shit. I was like I was like, I hear the intro, but where's it coming from? <laughs> it should uh, um be like when you punish a kid if you talk through the intro, we're gonna do it again until we get it right. <laughs> so every, every time there's a noise, it's like, whoop, hit the button again. Go back to the hall. I could actually mute us, but that seems like a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You sound like my stepson. It's a big red button. Hitting the button's a lot of work. It's uh it's so funny, man. He's so funny. He's uh he sends me a message. I was giving blood yesterday. And um he sends me this message. He's like, What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, give him blood, what do you want? <laughs> and he's he's like, Can I have some money? I'm like, For what? He's like, I just want to buy a game. I'm like do you have any money? And he's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, I just need like $10. I'm like, all right, well, I can come up with something for you to do. He's like, well, actually, it's only $4 for the game. I'm like, all right, I can come up with something for you to do. And he's like, it's only $4. I'm like, I don't care. So I sent him, I said, you can sweep the garage or you can pick up all the sticks in the yard from the storm. And he's just like, <laughs> it's only four dollars i'm like i understand that <laughs> so i come home garage isn't swept sticks aren't picked up and uh he's got his game I'm like what'd you end up doing he's like oh i just cleaned the bathroom for mom it's like the least amount of travel he has to so do you feel like sweeping a garage is like the easiest option out of all those it's super easy it's it like yeah but he'd have to He'd have to leave his room, go downstairs, put on shoes, go outside, which fresh air is like the fucking bane of any teenager's existence in my understanding right now, uh, in in his world anyway. I've see, I see teenagers out there, but they're kind of like mythical unicorns. It's weird. So was this a game for his phone or something that was only four bucks? No, so he got the Oculus Quest 2 for okay. his birthday from his dad, and uh, he wanted to... I don't even know if it was a game or if it was like some kind of in-game purchase. Oh, you know, like yeah. you had to buy a new baseball sure. bat thing yeah. or some shit. I don't know. Um, I don't know why I said baseball bat, but um, so yeah, he's uh, uh he's in the Oculus world now, the <laughs> the Meta world. It's so he's he's got an Oculus Quest two. My son Dylan's got an Oculus Quest two, and my stepson Justin is getting an Oculus Quest two. And I guess there's this place called the Metaverse. What's that? Isn't that what Facebook changed their name to? Is Meta? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like fucking Ready Player One. Have you seen that yet? Nah. You oh, told me to watch it. Bro, that. you got to watch that. It's creepy as fuck because it's it's like it's where our world's going. It's really crazy. Because I asked Dylan, like, is that like Ready Player One? He's like, yeah, kind of. It's like it's whole fucking... In the movie, anyway. I haven't been in the metaverse on the Oculus, so I can't tell you. Hey, wait. No, I 
just remembered something and I have to text it to my wife because I completely forgot and it's oh. actually kind of urgent. Okay, you better take care of it then. Um, I don't know, I don't feel like I should talk while you're texting because it might throw you off. No, you're good. Okay. So, uh, so in the movie, this, this universe is like, you put on your fucking headset. Yeah. And some people just have a headset and like some hand controls. And then other people who have a lot of money have like a headset and a full haptic suit and all that shit. And then like a treadmill that goes in all different directions. The whole works, right? But they, they put it on and they go into this world where they're like whole different people. And they can walk around and they can change their clothes and change their hair and they can like they can be giant monsters, they can be mm-hmm. robots and all this different stuff. Um and and Dylan's like, Yeah, since it's the metaverse, and it's like, holy fuck, is that like a real thing now? You know? Like I, I have to see what this is all about. Not that it, it's just more like this curiosity of like, is it like the movie? You know, because in the movie you go you like plug into your shit. And like, uh, there's different worlds, and mm-hmm. you can go to, and you get to do different um, tasks, and you collect coins, and you get um, all this. Like, uh, you get a bank account, and you can, and like the the money in the metaverse, like, can is almost like, eventually, it almost becomes like real currency because people spend so much time there that it actually has value, you know, outside of there. Because that's where they live. Yeah, it's it's just a second life. Yeah, virtual life. That's so weird. It is, man. It's it's um like it's cool. Yeah, like the the technology is cool and but it's I mean I don't know. I guess I grew up playing The Sims. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's 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 very similar. Yeah, although The Sims you had cheat codes and you could just burn everything down. I'm sure there'll be cheat codes in this too. Someone's gonna figure out a way to hack it. I think the difference is, is that in The Sims, like, you were you were still acutely aware of the world around you. Yeah. You know, like, you're in front of a computer, you're touching it with your, you know, it's it's like the noises around you, everything, you know, you can still see everything in the real world, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, for The Sims, for me, was 90% building a house. Yeah. I just wanted to build a house and furnish a house. Yeah, because it's interesting, it's creative. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like Minecraft. You know, you go around and you dig shit and you build houses and they build castles and all this stuff. And like, it's, it's very creative and you can, but like, you're still looking at a computer. Mm -hmm. You're still looking at the wall of the room you're in or whatever. Um, with this thing, it's like, you're in it. Yeah. You know? And, um, is it all first person, like point of view POV stuff? I, I think that, or do you see your avatar? I think you could probably do it. Either way. Many ways. Like the um the zombie game I played, you could be first person or you could see you could switch it and see okay. your avatar. Um but I think I would think most people would first person it. You know, like Gavin Like I feel like it's more in a virtual reality setting. Like I see I think when you see the avatar, it adds the element of a game to it. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're controlling the person you see. Right. I uh Gavin was showing me this game. You're like a 007 kind of spy guy. You got to go through uh, these drills and shit. Um, and you look down and you got hands. Mm-hmm. And you move your hands on the controllers and you can point and you can stick your thumbs up and you can grab things. And and so, like, there's this 
scene where you're sitting in a chair, which is kind of odd, so you got to sit down. So you actually feel, but when you're sitting down, it's really, it's really weird. So he's like, you got, you need a chair for this one. I'm like, all right. So I sit down. I'm in the middle of a room with nothing in it, but just me in this chair, basically like in his bedroom, all the areas cleared out, but I'm sitting at a desk and on the desk, there's two drawers to my right. There's a little tape recorder machine on top of the desk to my right. There's a clipboard in front of me. And then I'm in this like, um, like this uh, lab room kind of thing. And I'm supposed to find these bombs and disarm them. So there's a big safe. So I got to reach out and spin the handle on the safe, open it, grab a bomb, put it in the safe, close it, grab this detonator and trigger and pull the trigger. Okay. Right? And um, it got to a point where it just felt, I was just grabbing stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like, I wasn't try, I wasn't mentally clicking the buttons i was like just using my hands and it, it it felt like it was like close to like being so realistic hmm. so i'm like oh what's in the drawer so i just reach out with my hand into the air open the drawer in my eyes and it's like oh there's a first aid kit in there and i started stacking them like like uh jenga blocks on this desk in front of me and then i stacked up as tall as they could until they started to wobble and then they tipped over. So I'd pick them back up and I'd stack them and I'd smack them with my hand and they'd fly across the room. <laughs> and then you could take, like, there was a donut. I picked it up and I started eating it. It was, it was, it was, it's, it's odd, man. It's odd. It's, it's, it's kind of fun, but I could see, like, losing hours, yeah. hours and hours in the, in a, in a little world like that because, yeah. It's just too easy. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. It's crazy. It is. Yeah, and then the like the sound's pretty good. And you get used to the headset. Does the headset itself have headphones or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's got sound right there by your ears. And it and it and it kind of throws it a little bit be, like behind you. Are they covered like this or is it like open air? So like you could still hear like if I was standing next to you, you could hear me. You down. could still hear standing. Okay. Yeah, it's not covered like this. Um which is interesting, like I would think if it was going to be covered, you'd almost have to be like with a helmet. Oh, sure. You know, because the 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 headset on the front, I mean, I suppose you could put it over the top, but it kind of comes all the way to the, like, behind oh, your okay. eyes. So you got peripheral. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you had a... <laughs> See how far out to the side my Kyle, head Kyle's head. doing peripheral. But the, the bulkiness of a headset like this, yeah, I think, would, would touch the side of the... The um the eye. It's gonna be like a cool Air Force style helmet with yeah like the fucking just so, a little visor. No, it, there's a, it's a whole screen. It's like a d- dense glass. Yeah, I know, but I'm yeah. saying the helmet will just it'll look like it's a visor, but oh. it'll be the screen in there. Yeah, man, it's I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see, but freaking old Zucks, good old Zuckerberg. He knew what was up long time ago when he came out with the original Oculus. So is that who makes it? Yeah. Okay. Fuck so it. it's the metaverse because Facebook. Yeah, I got you. Facebook, yeah. Does anyone else do it? Like, is that the biggest name? That's the biggest name, yeah. That's the biggest name. Huh. Apparently they've got these rooms. They probably track you. They're like, oh, what's his eye color? Hmm. Oh, we can I, peer into his brain if we do this, this, I, and this. I would not be surprised, man. I would not be surprised. It's like, how much time do they spend on each game? Yeah. And like... 
because you're you're all you're connected, and I'm sure the user agreement. That's oh yeah, ten says, miles long yeah. says says we can track your every move and sell it to the highest bidder, and you're just like fuck yeah, bring bring me the bring me the shit, man. I need my. Did you ever? <laughs> did I ever tell you this was years ago? The company that on April Fools did the the weird user agreement or like the it was supposed to be a joke. They got some serious backlash over it, but no one read it. No, uh-uh. I I I don't have the details. So here's your misinformation. Forgot what company it was. It had to have been a popular one. And on April Fool's Day, on their user agreement at the end, it says, I agree to sell my soul to Satan or something like that. Or like to give the company my soul for use of, for de- not demonic purposes. Oh, wow. or something like that. And everyone just kept clicking accept, 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 accept. Oh, my like, God. So no one actually read it. <laughs> you can't be messing around with that kind of stuff, man. That's Yeah, but it's true. I mean, no one uh, reads that shit. Oh, I know nobody reads it. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to do an April Fool's joke, don't want to mess around with God and Satan and shit. You piss some people off. Yeah. Like, you just say, like, I agree that I'm going to jam my finger up my nose for an hour or something like that. Right. And it's just like, no, nobody reads any of it. That's the whole thing. I think everybody's just complacent. I am. It's like, it's like, uh, give a fuck what it says. Right. You know, I don't even know what I'm signing. It's and and uh, apparently somehow, it's a legal document. Yeah. You know, but by just hitting, I accept the terms of this agreement with a check mark. Now, if you go to court, how does that shit get, get argued? What, what if it actually says, like, what, what if someone does a user agreement that says something along the lines of, I agree to pay this person six month, every six months for the rest of my life, $1,500. You know, it's in there somewhere. And you're just like, la, 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 click. You know, are are you bound to that, like for the rest yeah. of your life? Like, how does that? I mean, I I would I would wager that no, you wouldn't be bound to that. I would imagine that basic like things like privacy and data usage and you know what I mean, information sharing. Like, you'd be bound to that kind of stuff because that's what all of them are about. Yeah, but if you're bound to that, why wouldn't you be bound to everything else? Because I don't think it falls in line with, like, if you if you pulled a random hundred used terms and agreements, like, and only one of them had that thing, I feel like that's the, that's why I'm saying it. Okay, uh, maybe not. I mean, I can see why you shouldn't be right, um, but it's like, uh, um. So like with Airbnb, right? Uh, when you agree to rent somebody's Airbnb, they have house rules. And uh, um, by agreeing to rent the Airbnb, you're agreeing to the house rules. That's mm-hmm. what it says in the bottom. Now, like one of the house rules is like I've seen some fucking crazy ones. But it's like one of them was like if there is any silverware, glassware, or plates missing – it's an automatic $250 fine. Mm. And it's like, so some motherfucker takes a fork on accident. Like, I don't know. They're walking around outside eating their food, and they stick it in their back pocket, and the pocket goes into the suitcase. Or, or somehow that, it or ends up whatever. in a garbage can or something. Yeah, yeah. $250. Mm. And it's just like some extreme shit. Like, if you, re- if you run the hot tub too much, it's a $500 fine. If you do this, if if like it, we're in a residential neighborhood and 
if you have music playing after 9 p.m., it's a $500 fine. It's just like, well, like super extreme. Yeah. But it's like, how enforceable are those things? You know? Suppose they could just. They can't take it from your account because you don't have an account. Like, they don't have access okay. to your account. You just pay them a certain amount of money, then they can request it. Sure, it's more like we're going to kick you out and give you a bad renter rating. Right. I think that's a, that's really <clears throat> at the end of the day. Because I'm sure the typical ones are what? Don't do drugs. Don't smoke. Well, smoking is huge. Parties. That's a oh, really big yeah. one. Um, uh, having, having guests... <laughs> Um, that aren't on the list okay. is a big one. Um, let's see. What's another big one? Um, yeah, just like any kind of like, like not cleaning up after yourself. Some places they don't care. Some places like you have to have, like one of them we stayed in was like all beds must be stripped and all towels must be in the washing machine and, and running. Okay. Before you leave, or it's a two hundred fifty dollars fine. It's always like two fifty, five hundred. It's sure. big numbers. Um, but stuff like that are the are like the big ones. Um, but the crazy part is, is, like most of the time when we go to these Airbnbs with all these crazy things, like there's shit that's broke all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, like the this one, the one in San Diego we stayed at, the fucking front door, the only way to lock it was the deadbolt. The handle and all that shit was all busted out. <laughs> and it's just like, you got all these crazy enforced rules and all that stuff, but your place is a dive. Right. You, you, know? haven't, you clearly haven't fixed it after someone broke it right. with your crazy rules. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just interesting. I don't know, the whole Airbnb world's interesting. Anyway, question for you. Yes, sir. Have you heard about, did you hear about the new TikTok thing? The thing that was supposed to happen yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I read an article on it. Yo, okay. Did you hear about it from the kids? Nope. Didn't hear about it from the kids. I didn't get notification from schools in any of the districts we were in. Um, I saw it on a parent group in on Facebook. That's how I found out about it. Parent group locally? Yes. Yeah. What did they say? Just asking if uh, anyone else has heard about this, assuming... The school's taking more precautions, and then someone's like, yeah, they sent a letter home. Okay. Or an email blast. So. And I didn't follow up. I'm assuming everything went kosher yesterday. I haven't heard anything else. Everything seemed to be fine. It's interesting because, well, it's, A, I was having this conversation. So I got a a message from my son Dylan's school district in Washington. Okay. And, um. It's like should everybody should know there's this thing going around on TikTok. We're taking all the precautions we can. Da, 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 da. So I asked Gavin about <clears throat> about it last night or two nights ago. The night, yeah, Thursday night. Um, and uh, he's like, I didn't hear anything about it. I'm like, I don't know. I, I read it, and then he's like, Oh, he says, and he looked it up. He's like, Oh, there's this like. There's some people, like, there's, like, 10 TikTok videos on it or something. So then, of course, he uh, he tells his mom, I don't, I don't want to go. Mm. I'm afraid for my life. He's so full of shit. 
And he's just like, he's like, I'm, I'm afraid there will be violence and I can't handle that. He's like, I don't want to get hurt. Please don't make me go to school. You know, right? So then I asked Dylan about it and he's just like, yeah, they canceled school. I'm like what? It's like, yeah, they canceled school on Friday. And I'm like, why the fuck would they do that? And he's like, well, you know, there, there's this TikTok. And I go, I get like, and I told him, I said, that's like negotiating with terrorists. Kind of. We don't negotiate with terrorists because now. every Anytime someone wants to have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, essentially that trend. Yeah. Shut down the schools in some areas. Yeah. In that parent group, there was questionings like, are they going to send kids to school tomorrow? Like, yeah, they yep. are. It, we're in a whole different world of parenting and kids and teaching, and everybody's, like, afraid of these kids. Well, so when I was in high school, we never had, like, those threats, but there, people, like, students would call them bomb threats. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think any any of the times, knock on wood, it was credible, but uh, well, yeah, you might get out half day. Well, that's the thing. Like, I remember in school when they say, well, there was a bomb threat. And it would be like, okay, everybody goes outside. Mm -hmm. You spend an hour and a half outside. And then they sweep the school and then you go back in. Right. You know? But to just cancel the whole day yeah. without, like, like, without showing up to school and, and add an extra officer. Add somebody at the front checking backpacks or whatever you got to do. Right. You know, but make it harder on them, not easier on them. So, like, if there if there are a bunch of kids that want to put threats out there, well, then every fucking kid that shows up to school has to go through a full backpack check and everything to make sure that they have nothing on them and make it really difficult on those kids. So when they go back home and they're like, God, you assholes, stop doing this stuff because you're messing up my day. Mm -hmm. You know, make it harder on the person. Well, and frankly... Hold the people responsible. If you find out who's putting out the freaking videos. Well, I certainly hope they do because, I mean, I think they contract the TikTok accounts. Yeah. Um, and absolutely that, number one. But it's like if, if, you, if you let every other high school, middle school, grade school kid out there know, shit, I just got out of school today. Right. They're kids. Yep. This is awesome. <laughs> We're going to do this every week. Yeah. No one wants to go to school on Friday anyway. Fuck it. So why not? Yeah. No, I agree. I think kind of building off of that, I think it would be smart if, like, in Wisconsin we get snow days. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many exactly you get. I don't know either. Let's just say five. five. Right? I would think if you don't use five, I think they should give kids, like, just a free day when you know the snow days are in the clear mm -hmm. like oh we only use two snow days it's april we know everyone's getting ready for the end of the year we're going to take friday off because we had the extra snow day in the school year oh yeah absolutely if you got a built in yeah yeah i think it. that's that's great use it absolutely but if you don't have a built in and something like this happens and you got to make them all go to school an extra yeah. day that would suck even more it right? sure would yeah it's um Dude, like, I remember being, do you remember middle school? A little bit. Like, do you remember, like, teachers crying in middle school? No. Well, 
caveat, I was in middle school at on 9-11, but that was the only Oh, time. okay. A little different. That was pretty extreme. Yeah. yeah. So Gavin was telling me that he's like, teachers are fucking crying. Students are making the teachers cry. Classrooms are. In, in school, like multiple times a year. And it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it, it pissed me off. It really did. And, and it's like, because they think it's kind of funny, you know? And it's like, well, they're just mean. The teachers are mean. And I'm like, the teachers are mean. If you're going to make them cry, yeah, they're going to get a little meaner. Yeah, no shit. I'm like, you want them, you want them to be nice so you're assholes to them? Yeah. To make them cry, it's like, you're not going to get a nice teacher. You're going to get an even worse teacher. And they're going to come to school regretting that they ever chose to be a teacher. It's like, fuck. And it, like, at what level, like, I, I know you can't take a kid out in the hallway and spank their ass anymore, but at what level do, is there repercussions? I know we've talked about this, but it's, it's maddening to me yeah. that the, it's like the kids are running the show at the school. There's a there's a gentleman who uh, I don't know him well, but he was a good friend of a former boss of mine, and so by proxy I, I know him. And he now runs a school for girls only, and it's somewhere up north. But it is it's uh, for basically the girls instead of going to like juvie, they go to this school and they stay there, and they have the parents sign something like it's full. Like, the school can do whatever they need to do to keep the girls in line, mm-hmm. essentially. Wow. So it's like, you know, yeah, you're going to get fucking dragged into this little cell if you misbehave. I don't know what the fuck they do, but it sounds like they have basically freedom to react as necessary to keep these kids in line and not behave like mm-hmm. that. And that's the trade-off instead of going to juvie. Wow. Well, it's like, yeah, you're keeping them, hopefully you're trying to keep them out of the prison system. Yeah. Yeah, this is like your last ditch ditch attempt to corrective action before they turn adults and fuck themselves over. It, yeah, there's, I wonder if there'd be like a way to make a, like a, an educational video (laughs) of that situation and show it to these middle school kids. It's like, you know... I told I told Gavin I'm like fuck, I've never wanted to go be a middle school teacher so bad in my life where I just go in there and just be like, listen up, you little fuckheads. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah because it's like, it's so frustrating to me to think about grown ass adults getting paid shit, working their ass off to go to school to try to give these kids an education, and I I know people who are middle school teachers I believe go into it knowing that it's going to be a hard fucking gig Mm -hmm. because middle school kids are fucking hard. Hormones are fucked up. Like they're figuring out life. Everything's crazy. Like I get that part. So they got to know there's a level of it. They're going to have to deal with, but fuck. Like he said, one teacher has cried like 10 times. And it's like, it just like, (laughs) it made my blood boil, bro. It's like, it's like, what is it about adults? It's like uh, that that we've made it okay for these for these little people to like who who don't have the emotional intelligence to to manage things. 
we we've given them like all the rope they could have. Yeah, I, we've tied the school's hands as far as correcting because you try and give them a dose of reality. Like, here's the you keep doing this shit. Here's what's gonna look like. Then you're gonna get parents complaining that you basically told their kid they have no future. They're gonna misconstrue what you said, and or they're gonna upplay it a hundred percent. And mm-hmm. well, and I know because I know Mark. Mark wasn't going to say it, and I understand why, but I'll say it, is that fucking parents are putting way too much value into what their kids is say, what mm-hmm. their kids say. It's like, it's like you know, when if Gavin comes home, he's like, my teacher's mean. I'm like, your teacher's doing their fucking job. It's like, I'll, I'll see if your teacher's mean. I'll go to parent-teacher conferences. Is your teacher really fucking mean, or is your teacher full of, fed up with bullshit? Right. You know? It's like... There's a there means a th- mean is a whole as a whole different definition nowadays. Mean means holding someone accountable. Mean means not putting up with some kid on their phone in class. Mm-hmm. You know, mean means when all I was doing was talking to my friends. I don't know why you got to get mad at me. And it's just like, well, you're in fucking class. You're here to learn, not talk to your friends. Talk to your friends in the hallway. Talk to your friends after school. Talk to your friends all fucking night long on your video games. Not now. Now is when you're here for this. This is my job. My job is to teach you this. If you don't learn this, I am not doing my job. Therefore, I get fired. So shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I wanted. That you know, it's like it's like I don't know, man. It's uh, a we're missing the hard dose of reality. Yep, yep. Soft world. We're making soft people. Yeah, we're making soft people. And these these ah, it's. It's going to be, so I see my kids from 22 to 20 to 18 that are out in the world right now. And Connor's still in college, so he's not quite, like, out there, you know. He is to a degree. He's got his own place. He pays rent. You know, he's got a car payment and all that stuff. So, I mean, he's pretty much out there. And he's handling it fairly well mm-hmm. um my son bailey he's handling it fairly well um my daughter who's 18 she dove into the living on your own in a town where she doesn't really know anybody real fast and it's been a struggle it's been hard because like the fucking world's difficult, man. Yeah. You know, when you got to pay rent and you got to pay your power bill and you got to pay your car insurance and you got to put gas in the tank and you're working a minimum wage job and, and like you're not around family and stuff. And it's like, you, it, it's like, it hits you in the face fast. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I mean, and she going through school and everything, she did, she did really well as far as like, I mean, she took on extra, like she did AP classes and all those things to, more prepare herself. Um, she actually went to college when she was in high school and took classes with college students. So she was comfortable around being around adults um, when she was younger, like away from family. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like, like when I first went to college, um, there were people like, they really couldn't handle being in a room full of people that were a lot older than that. They didn't know. It was just too intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when you couple all that with the mental health stuff that's going on right now for a lot of teenagers and even adults, 
it's uh it just sets up for this really soft touchy feely like everybody's like like uh, a, a hair away from from like from a breakdown yeah you know They're, everyone's walking a very fine line and just takes a little gust of wind to push them over one side or another i know and it's but you could be the other you could push the other way you could lift people up Ike. oh kyle you're speaking my language <laughs> <laughs> what's that uh what's that song wind beneath my wings <laughs> I, I want to sing it, but I can't think of any of the words. It's like <laughs> high, flying higher than an eagle or some shit like that. Yeah. Was it Celine Dion? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Celine Dion. Sure. I'm, if I heard it, I'd know what you're talking about. But Hang at on the moment, I'm like, I'm, I got nothing on that. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it to you. I'm going to bring it to you live. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, there it is. Wind beneath my wings lyrics. Uh, let's see. Where's the eagle? Oh, did you ever know that you're my hero? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know that. <laughs> I can fly higher than an eagle. <laughs> you are the wind beneath my wings. That's the one, man. So, so what do we do? How do we do that? How do we how do we nudge people the right way? Mm. Do you do it with hard truth? Do you do it with 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 more softness, like what's the what's the key? Well, see, I think as individual, I don't know, because I think with more softness, then you're just gonna, you're basically keeping them on the line, but you're dragging the line down. How do you mean, like like lowering the standard? What what do you mean dragging the line down? Like if you if someone's already quote soft, and you're just gonna be, you're just, you're building them up by basically lessening everything around them, like. Mm. I mean, you're just making them even more soft. They're yeah. still, they didn't crumble yet, but the ease of crumbling, I feel like is going to get easier and easier if you just keep making them softer and softer, if that makes sense. It, I, it does make sense. It does make sense. It's having no expectations. Um, yeah. So once you do have an expectation, then the world falls apart even harder. Yeah. So how do you, how, how would, how would a person manage like somebody who is, is so on that line and to start create expectations out of out of a place that they didn't have expectations before. Mm. That's a good question. I'm sure it involves a lot of hand holding. Right. And and so or is it like flip a switch, this is reality. So you're gonna fucking break, but I'm still gonna be here. Right. And then after you break, I'm, I'll lift I'll, you back I'll, up. I'll, I'll, I'll help you get up off the floor, yeah. because I feel like the hand holding shit. Like uh, I don't know if there's time for that, you know. Like these kids that are going through school and getting ready to hit the world, it's like is there is there really time to hold everybody's hand, you know? Because it's like. When they go home to their folks, if they're holding their hand all night and all morning just to try to work them a little bit and a little bit and a little bit, it's like, are you, are, are like, uh, how, do, how does that play out for the people holding the hand? Yeah, no, I understand that. And that's why I think it's individual. Like, if someone's hand is constantly held, 
they're gonna re- they're gonna require a hand all the time. Right. Frankly, that's how I feel about my three year old right now. Mm-hmm. That he just needs a handheld. However, if you're someone who's never had a hand and someone offers a hand, that could be life changing. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, I think so it just depends on the circumstance and the person, the individual circumstances. I, well, so but like I'm, more and more frequently, my three year old, yeah, I'm like, break it, yeah, pull the hand away, let it break, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I think that's I. I personally think that's the job. I think that's the as a parent anyway. In that situation, I think that's the job is that you got to let them fall. Yeah, you got to let them experience the bottom. You know what it feels like to to be laying on the ground in the dirt, going that really fucking sucked, and then say, "All right, let's try again. Come on, you know, help him get back up." That's how I do it at school now. When I drop him off, he hates getting dropped off at school. Lincoln does. Yeah, was he's, he was he hate about it? Just, I don't know. He just clings to my leg. Don't leave. Don't leave. So lately, it's just like we walk in there, and once the teacher comes out, I just fucking like push him towards her. I'm like, "Bye, <laughs> walk away." Yeah, it's ripping off a band aid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's, I. Once I'm gone, I think his day is good. So I'm sure it is, man. That's that's the, that's that's the hardest part. I think is like that lingeringness. You know, once you realize you're out in the world and you're not like nothing's imploding, it's like, oh, well, maybe this isn't so bad. Yeah. You know, and I, it's like, okay, I'll just, I'll go back to Gavin again. He's a big topic today. When he, um. And I think this happens a lot with a lot of teenagers that are really into video games. It's like if he's off of his video games for 24 hours, it's like a different kid. He's just like a whole mm. different kid. He's like engaging and he'll look at you in the eye and he'll tell jokes and he has fun. And, and, and it's like, this is awesome. Like, like, why don't we have this kid more often? You know, but it's like if he's playing games all the time, then he's, he's, uh, he's grumpy. You know, and he's, like, closed off, and he doesn't want to talk. He just wants to eat and play. And it's, like, uh, um, the the, the parts of his brain that that know how to engage with people are are muted Mm. when he's in, when when he's, after he's played for so long, you know. And I think that happens with a lot of people, even if it's just connected to your phones. It's, like, that part that knows how to engage gets muted, and so, and so it's either more stressful, um, it's, it's, uh, anxiety ridden, it's, um, it's fearful or it's just awkward. You know, it's like people forget like how to, how to do it unless they're doing it. It's like, I, I would think it's like speaking a different language. You could learn it, but unless you're using it, you're going to lose it. Yeah. You know? Um, and so it's like. That, uh, uh, yeah, he's just like a whole different kid. It's, it's like fucking awesome. It's so awesome. It's, huh? Yeah. So it's like, to me, there's your sign. Yeah. You know, it's like set up limits, <sighs> do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. So, oh, man, sorry. I'm what, what's going on over there? Fucking stretchy and tired. Ugh. You went, okay, let's uh, flip the subject a little bit. How's, Subject day. How's, yeah. how's, the, how's the gym life going for you? Bro, it's good. Are you sore? Do you like get sore? Your muscles get sore and shit mm, from the gym? A little, not too bad. Recently, I was worse. Obviously, the first couple of days. Oh man! So I've been doing like I don't even know what they are, but like, okay, this is stereotypical. But I do these every time I go to the gym. Like your typical like 
I, I envision a woman doing this in like the eighties where you it's the machine where you like the pads are on your inner thighs and you gotta yeah. like squeeze your thighs together. Like the thigh master. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like my inner thighs fucking killed the other day. <laughs> I was like, Sam, I need you to massage my inner thighs and it's not even gonna be erotic. <laughs> I'm not even gonna enjoy it. <laughs> Wow. Don't you use a Theragun on those babies? Well, no, it hurt so bad the other day. I didn't even use a Theragun. And I got to be careful with the Theragun because if, I mean, sometimes things get in the way. You're like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to percussion mean, bounce you that. You your giant hog gets in the way of the Theragun? Just, just on the left you, side. You, you can't, you can't put your Theragun at a decent enough angle to like not get your, your junk in the way. I just got to move it. <laughs> Such a beast. No, but Such uh, a beast. I've been really, I've been enjoying it and I've been pretty consistent. Um, I had a plan to go Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays. And if I miss a day, then I, I adjust like I went last night because I missed Thursday. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's good. Nice, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. I haven't seen you there, but I go on a weird time. It's yeah. Like you go at nine o'clock, right? Yeah. Like nine to nine fifteen, I arrive. Yeah. So now what time you get out of there? 10, 10, 15. Okay, so you're only there for like an hour. Yeah, about okay. an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a tough time. It's a tough time for me because it's like, I swear, like around like 930, I'm like not. Yeah, man, you got stuff going. You know, um, but I'm, I'm, I get up at 530 in the morning. Yep. So uh, I'm up pretty early, um, but I'm, I want to work out with you. So we're going to, I'm just going to have to show up on these nights. I'm just going to surprise you, I guess. I'm just going to show up. Make sure I'm there. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'll do a drive-by for your truck. Yeah. No, he's not there. I'm not working out. So, <clears throat> do you ever do the steam room? No. Dude, fucking steam room. It's so awesome. So, one of the reasons I really like this fitness center is because of the steam room. Um, like, the after-workout steam is so fucking clutch, man. It feels so good. Like, I don't know. I just, there's, it's. It's therapeutic, it's good for your muscles. I, and there's all kinds of shit that I'm sure it's good for that I don't know how to explain it to you, but it's amazing. And so lately what I've been doing is I'll like 20 minutes before I'm going to go uh, finish my workout, I'll go into the steam room and I'll turn the knob, um, crank it up, and then I'll go back out, finish my, my workout. So when I get in there, it's nice and hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll turn the timer back up again for another 20 minutes and I'll hop in there. I'll get to a point where I'm, when I'm standing there, it's like, it's so hot. Like, cause the heat's higher, obviously. And it's six foot four. I'm up in the top yeah. of the heat. Like, it's just, it's hard for me to stay in it. It's that it gets so hot. And then I'll, I'll get out and I'll go around the corner of the shower and I'll flip on a cold shower and I'll do an ice bath mm. and then I'll turn it off. I'll go back in the heat. I'll go back out. I'll do another ice bath. I'll go back in the heat. That can't be good. It's awesome, bro. <laughs> it's like the best. Um, and then I'll go back out and I'll, then I'll shower and, and get out of there. But so I'd, my workouts end up usually being about an hour and a half because I do the steam room. Mm-hmm. Um, but bro, it is so good. It's so good. Interesting. You got to try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll get in there. I'll get in there one of these nights. I'll I'll just check. I'm just checkity check check. Re- like I'm a, I'm not a huge social guy at the gym, right? It's all new for me, so I like the time frame because there's like, when I get there, there's like four or five people there, mm-hmm. and by the time I leave, there's like one other person there. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not gonna like talk your ear off. 
Dabber, 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 dabber. You can. No, I'm not. I'm not like that. Generally, it's just like, come on, let's go. You got four <laughs> more of these. That's what I do. I'm like, you got this. I crank music on headphones. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you won't hear me anyway. Just wave at you across the room. Yeah, we'd probably do different shit. Yeah. Yeah, you do thigh master. I haven't done that yet. Like I, I, I was, use like, like that whole like uh, lane of machines. Yeah. I do like every one of those machines. Every time. Yeah. Really? Well, no, I do those two days a week. And then the third day a week I go, I usually, I have been rowing. Oh, the row machine. Yeah. How many meters do you do? Uh, 10,000. 10,000. That's solid. Dude, no, it kicks my ass. I get to like 7,000, I'm done. That's, yeah. That's The row machine is like, I've, I've fucking thrown my back out on a row machine. Oh, really? before. Yeah. So. I'd never used one before, and I'm like, oh, this seems like it's more enjoyable than riding a bike or walking on a treadmill. Enjoyable is subjective <laughs> on a row machine. Okay, if I have to do something cardiovascular, I'd rather do this than walk on a treadmill. Did you have someone show you, like, the machine in, in proper form and all that shit? Yeah. Yeah, so, like... There's a fo- there's like a really good form for a rowing machine. If you don't have good form, then like oh yeah, you're not supposed to like lean in with your back and shit like that. Yeah, and like and you're supposed to drive with your legs and yeah. then pull your arms. Yep. Like you gotta, and no one ever showed me the form. And so like one day we were doing the circuit training at another fitness center, and so we would uh, set up like four stations or however many people were there, and. Um, be like row machines and then the heavy ropes and then plank and then and then like uh uh like uh air squats okay um or like uh squat jumps mm-hmm. um and so what they did is like the person on the row machine you'd have to go like 500 meters and 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 so like everybody had to do all their other exercises until the row person got done with 500 meters okay so when you get on the row machine, you want to crank it out, right? Yeah. So I'm just whoa, just flying on this thing. And it was like we went through our circuit a bunch of times. When I got done, it's like, oh, my back. If you can't see me on video right now because we don't have one, I'm like <laughs> I'm like leaning over like I hurt my back. I got a visual thing going on here. Um, and by the time I got home, my back was so jacked mm-hmm. up. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like walking crooked and everything. And so it's like, yeah, you're doing it wrong for sure. I was doing it wrong. You gotta. I love the row machine, but you gotta do it right. You're gonna hurt yourself. So, but yeah, it's like three quarters of the way. You just drive with your legs, and it's just that last little bit with your hands, arms. Yeah, and it's and it's like you can't. Yeah, like you said, you can't lean over. Right, you're, you gotta keep your back your chest, has to be pretty. Yeah, you gotta do that chest puffer, puff, <laughs> puff chest look, and then you yank with your arms. Not yank, but pull. Whatever you got to do, it's a solid workout. Do you have, have you done the Jacob's ladder? Uh, I did on like my uh, like with your trainer. Like you, she walked me through all the machines. Mm-hmm. We did them. Like this looks like it's gonna fucking suck. So, so we did it for like a minute. And I'm like, yeah. She goes, you could add this in your workout if you want. I'm like, okay, great. You didn't like it. <laughs> it wasn't my thing, man. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, when you, and like the higher up you go, like the faster it goes, right. dude, it's pretty awesome. There's I uh, there was this uh, um, there was this documentary. I don't know if it's documentary, it's a show or something, 
about these two people at this gym, um, and uh, there was a competition on the Jacob's Ladder, and it was like they were going like 5,000 steps on it. Jeez. I know. And it's like I don't know how you wouldn't die. Yeah. It's like I can do it for like a minute and a half, two minutes, like going hard, and then I'm just like I want to just die. I mm. want to die. It's amazing, amazingly painful. So other than the steam room, what do you actually – what do you do? Because you, you – Initially, we talked, and you were going to do some kettle work. Kettle yeah, work. I do kettlebells, uh, medicine ball work. Um, I usually start on a bike. Yeah, I'll just go for like, I don't know, a couple miles on the bike, get yep. a nice warm up, um, get my heart rate going a little bit, stretch out a little bit after that, um, and then I'll do the I'll do some kettlebell work, some medicine ball work, some balance work. Um, I do uh, uh, these PT things I got from uh, a physical therapist, like for um, hip strengthening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, uh, I like doing pull-ups. Pull-ups okay. are really good for me. Dude, I suck at pull-ups. I do too. I, I like, I don't know. I, I'm 225 pounds. It's a lot to pull up with really long yeah. arms. So it's like, uh, uh, I use the weighted knee pad thing, yep. you know? And, uh, but I know they're good for me. Like, I know that like they work so many good muscles in my back, um, that and then and I need to keep that really strong, so I work on pull-ups a lot. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Oh, the reverse hyper for your you do that. Mm-mm. It's that machine that's got um, it's like a pad up, up up about like waist high. You hop up on it and you hook your feet into the a loop with weights on it, and you kick it behind you like you lay oh, on it. Yeah. Um, and it's got the elbow and the hand grips. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, I do that, uh, and I only started doing that um, the last couple times, just because this whole hip thing. I've been trying to strengthen sure. my hips, and the and the trainer at the trainer at the gym was like, "Oh yeah, this would be really good to like start really light. Make sure you don't go too hard, you know, and don't hurt yourself. It's the biggest thing." Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. I mean, I don't go. Yeah. Like, see, my, yeah, my goal with the trainer was just to build a foundation. Like, yeah, I've never done this before, so it's, we're gonna hit basics. It's not gonna be extreme. At, for the first couple of months and so what's your impression so far of the of like the gym life because i know you've never done it before would you like if you were going to give a suggestion to somebody like what is uh what's been your overall impression starting out well starting out it's been positive but again i i targeted a time frame that a worked for me Mm -hmm. but b was also like dead time like so when i when i go in there i'm not being looked at by 20 people going, you know what I mean? So you don't, you, so you're saying you don't feel like you're being looked at by 20. You don't Correct. have that anxiety about, yeah, yeah. about the, I feel it's a gym. lot more low key than I was worried about, but I don't know if that's b- because of the time I go or because it just is technically, you know, it's a lot less judgy and low key than I thought it would be initially. I, I wonder if there would like, it'd be interesting to have like a, a poll from gyms like how many people have the anxiety of being judged when they go to a gym and then when you pull like all the other people that don't have the anxiety like do you do they actually look at people and judge them mm-hmm. or are they just in their own zone doing their own thing right you know because it's like a lot of times the dudes that are slinging weights that are intimidating and stuff like they're not paying attention to anybody the ones I've, i know anyway it's like they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. you know um I think there's times when it's like, uh, uh, if anything, 
they see someone in there that's not used to using the heavier weights or the the free weights and and they're more like do you need a hand yeah you know but i i get it like i think that's a huge piece of the gym life that people get super anxious about going in there and having people judge them you know i i bet it's even more for females cuz i bet you they feel like their people are going to try to pick them up or something oh sure you know like i just want to go to the gym i don't want to be Google that or whatever. Yeah. You know, where um, where with dudes, it's more like, you know, I don't want someone to judge me because I'm not, like, super fit. Right. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't speak to the woman's side of things. No, well, I can't either. But the male side of things is, like, yeah, like, you got guys jacked around you, like, and you're sitting here with fucking a keg gut. You're like... Crunch, crunch. <laughs> so, so but, it's easier. It's easier when there's less people there. For me, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I. It's been good, man. Good. And like I said, knock on wood, I've been, I think, consistent. So yeah, I wonder what the percentage of people who have gym memberships that actually go. I think a lot where they don't go. I think they maybe go once, you know, handful of times, and then it kind of dwindles down and dwindles down. Yeah, so like, what do you think? Seventy percent. Yeah, I would. I would wager that. Don't go. As often as they thought they would, or said they would. Wonder what the Googs has to say. Just think about in January or end of December, like this time right now. How many new gym memberships there are because New Year's resolutions, and then by February, either those are canceled or people have paid for a year and just stopped going. See, I don't think um, that uh, – uh, I don't think you can cancel it. Once you're in a contract, you just – you have to pay. Yeah, it just meant like if – I don't know if some gyms do like just a month-to-month non-contract thing. Yeah, I don't I don't think too many. I think that's how they make their money is that <clears throat> they could probably oversell their gym's capacity right. knowing that people aren't going to show up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> says – over half of all Americans, 53%, pay for a gym membership, even if they aren't using it. Of those with an active membership, roughly 49% actually get to the gym at least twice a week. So what half don't go even twice a week if you have a gym membership? What do you mean, what half? Well, you said 49%. Yeah, so... So I'm saying... I'm so just half, half of the people Half of the people that have a gym membership don't go. Right. So 50%. Yeah. Okay. So I overestimated. I was going to say like 70. Yeah. Um. So it's... Uh, uh, and it, you know... Okay, so there's a, there's a lot of different things on here, but basically, um, here's one from 2020. Um... Most people don't make it past the first, past the five month mark. Eighty percent who joined gyms in January, oh, this is two thousand twelve, quit within five months. Um, February is a better time to join than January. Okay, so uh, women are more likely to bail than men, according to this. It says the genders are roughly fifty fifty split in terms of who gets memberships, but guys have the edge when it comes to how many of them put in their work. Um, among those who joined the gym and dropped out within the first year, women accounted for 14% versus just 8% for men. 
Um, only 50% go on a regular basis. Um, gym owners expect that people aren't going to show up and they're fine with it because they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's see. People who do go are paying more than they should. I don't know what that is. Gym goers are spending half a, half a grand a year on memberships. Um, that results in some serious revenue. Da, 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 da. So, like, I kind of feel like owning a gym is kind of like owning, like, a, a storage units. It's like you got a pretty solid upfront cost. you got to build it, right? But as far as maintenance goes in that, like, you know, um, you got to take care of little things here yeah, and you there. Yeah, upkeep it, but you not... Gotta, it's not, not crazy, care, right. um, and then it's really up to the people who are who are signed the contract whether they're going to use it or not. Mm-hmm. So it's like, say you got a storage unit and someone rents a storage unit, you know, because they're moving. It's like I'm going to keep it for a couple months, you know, and then get my shit out of there. But they end up keeping it for five years and paying their monthly dues, even though they're not really using it other than to store their leftover shit, you know. Or it's like. They're not actively yeah. using it. Where with the gym, it's like you buy it, and then you know it's there. But it's like it's like almost like it's too much to deal with. So you just pay your monthly dues, and you just kind of try to forget about it. You know, mm. I've done it. I like I've I've had gym memberships in the past when like I pay my twenty five dollars a month. Like I signed up for um, twenty four hour fitness. Where's okay. that? Is that twenty four hour fitness over there? By the laundromat, Baraboo, Baraboo Health and Fitness—is that what it is? You know what I'm what? talking about? No. Um, right there on Broadway. There's a laundromat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, um, it was like, oh, it's close. I didn't to my know house. that was a gym. Yeah, it's a gym. In that little strip mall. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, it's just like four stores. Eighty percent of it is gym. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it was right by my house. So I'm like, oh, it works great. It's 24 hours. I go anytime I want. Super easy, super cheap. Twenty four dollars a month if you sign up for a year or two. I never, I never went. No, no. Started out, went hard and strong, and and then and there's no trainers there. Like there's like half the time there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. It's just you. Um. So that's like a different element to it. Like one thing about the gym we go to now. When there's active trainers there during the day, I think it adds us uh, like a level of legitimacy mm, to the gym sure. because they're investing into classes, they're investing into trainers, they've got full time staff to help people out all day, every day. Yeah, I mean, just when doing the paperwork, I had a trainer devote four hours just to get me oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, we did we did a a walkthrough of all the machines we did um did a walkthrough of all the machines then we did a like a base test to see where i was at like a workout then she made a custom workout plan and then we ran through that and then the gym owner sat down with you and did like a consultation just to make sure like like to his credit he's like i recognize that people aren't going to show up and but i want you to show up i'm not the traditional gym owner like mm-hmm. yeah i'm glad i'm making money but i want you to use this gym yeah and we i mean we talked for an hour and a half that's Brandon, awesome Brandon and I, so 
Yeah, there, it's, there's definitely different styles of gyms. Yeah. You know, Connor always tells me about, like, like I don't know what he, he's, he's like, uh, I don't know what the term is. He uses it, so I'm just going to say, like, a, a, a meathead gym. Oh, yeah. You know, like, like just bros throwing throwing plates, you know, and uh, and he's like, that's his, that's the way, he, that's the kind of gym he likes. Okay. He likes a gym. It doesn't have all the all the bullshit. He doesn't want all the trainers around. He doesn't want the classes and none of the stuff. He just wants to go in, sling weights, and then leave. Like that's it. Really basic, really easy, nothing, no frills. He's like, and it's like he he uh, he. I guess the gym we go to started out more like that. Okay, like I didn't know that. Started out like they didn't do the classes and the spinning and the yoga and shit like that. All they did was just throw plates. And, and he said that, um, he said it just changed the way the gym feels to somebody who just wants to go and sling plates, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, and so like, it's like, there's a, a gym like that, people that are even slightly intimidated by a gym are going to, going to, not going to go anywhere near a gym like that, you know, because First off, if you're not really strong and you go in around all these really strong people and you're, and you're trying to figure out how to deal with free weights, like that's the basic thing you got, it's, it's just got an energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got a more like sweaty, like uh, um, uh, testosterone-y kind of energy in it. Like you got you to gotta be comfortable with that feeling. But like if you go to a place and there's music playing and there's people with yoga mats and... It's like that's a that's a business decision because you're gonna get twice as many members, yeah. You know, and and you can charge more for it because you got classes and you've got equipment and you've got a steam room and shit like that. Um, so it's it's interesting to hear me to hear him talk about how he prefers to not to go to a gym like that. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to go to the gym where the soccer moms go and, interesting. and do spinning classes. He wants to just go to a gym where there's just nothing going on but clanking weights. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I bet you that'll change as yeah. he gets older and and then like his body doesn't want to. Well, maybe it was the time he was going to, because like like if you would go at nine o'clock at night, that room that free free weight room is no one's in there. Yeah, I, I he does go at, at the time when I think it's less busy, and him yeah. and his, him and his friends will go at the same time. And it can turn that little room into exactly what they want. Yep. Bring their own speaker in there and yeah. and do their thing, um, but it is it's it's like a different feeling. Wonder like back in the day, when do you, when do you think like the the commercial gym industry really got going? You think it was like tied to like the Mister Olympia and because like before all that shit was like like Muscle Beach, well yeah yeah, but it was like it wasn't like a. a was it like when it really got popular, like personal fitness and because like what Jane Fonda had her say what like the, videotapes on VHS? I was gonna say and there, there's a big stretch with was that the 80s or the 70s? I'm gonna say the 80s. The 80s where it was all at home video stuff, right? Yeah, 80s and 90s because there was like Tybo and Billy yep, Blanks and yep. and Tony Little. Yep. Um, like guys like that and um. Yeah, and it's just it was like this whole little home industry 
Yeah. You know, which I still think is there. It is, but it's different now. Now it's all Peloton and 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 like Bowflex yep. and shit like that where um they're they're like send, they're they're live streaming a trainer right over a screen, you know, and it's like in the in between It's not in your rainbow colored spandex <laughs> lifting your knee up. Yeah. It, but it was like at home it's safe, right? Yeah. You don't have to deal with that that because back in the day, the only gyms out there were like slinging plates, right. people getting muscles. You know, they they didn't have those gyms, and like they would have like, uh, uh, I bet you there was like um, places that were just for classes, like like uh, um, what's the little step box things? Always remember step that step box. I think is that what it is? Like you, yeah. the the step class or whatever. With the you you get on, you step up and down yep. and up and down. So, like, I bet you there were just places that it was just a, uh, a studio that someone would rent and do classes in, had some mirrors and a floor, and and there was no semblance of a gym whatsoever. Yeah. And then gym owners, I bet, kind of started to figure out, hey, I could make a lot more money if I started offering classes in conjunction with my gym. So then they kind of melded the two together. Yeah. But it's always been an interesting thing, like the whole evolution of, of home fitness, because the, do you, I imagine it probably also came in with the evolution of like uh, like fast food and shit like that, right? Because like way back in the day, like in the 50s, like everybody wasn't fat like they are now. Right. That's true. You know? So like somewhere along the lines in the – with between fast food and more office jobs and less labor jobs, like we just got more and more unhealthy as a society. I think we got more and more unhealthy, but I don't know if the at home workout was a byproduct of that. I think, I think at that time the trend was convenience. And so maybe there was a convenience to working out at home, but working out at all. Right. True. That's what I'm. That's what I'm yeah, kind of getting at. Is like, maybe. did did how many people actually worked out? Was it even a thing? Like, I would think like the person that that like if somebody saw someone working out, they'd think they were weird. You know, like when your kids in high school, like the the other unless you're like on a football team or something. Like if you're if you were working out, it was like, what are you doing that for? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but like, I remember I remember seeing ads. Um, like in magazines talking about the old days when um, people wanted to be skinny. You know, like people wanted to be, or, or no, what was it? Yeah, people wanted to be like like thin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, uh, uh, how did it work? I'm trying to remember. Maybe I'm maybe I'm kind of getting these backwards. Um, Yeah, it was something like if you were a big muscly guy, it was it was like you were not attractive. Okay. You know, but then but then slowly it morphed into big muscly guys were like the attractive thing. So then they pick on the skinny guys to be big more muscly guys, and now they're just trying to get people to lose weight. Okay, that's what it was. It was like there wasn't people that were really overweight, but they picked on people for being skinny little twiggy guys. So then they try to get them to to make more muscle. You know, and get bigger. But now people are bigger now, but they don't have the muscle. They're just big, so now they're trying to get skinny again. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, it was just it was just a different time. I think when when people like the whole the whole fitness industry was not like it is at all. 
Yeah, I mean, not being in it, I can't speak to it, but... Yeah, well, we're in a good I'm, spot I'm, right now. I'm we're in a good mis- spot. I'm right. full of misinformation over here. So that's just, what we do. I'll speak to it all all day. <laughs> hey, can we take a restroom break? Yeah, quick? man. All right, we'll be right back later. Hey, we're back. Hi, everybody. So this is kind of a. It's getting to be the holidays, Ike. Yeah, I know. Just like we're kind of we're kind of. Turning the corner one week from today is when the fat man's supposed to come down the chimney if you believe in such a thing. Oh, fuck, yeah, it is one week from today. One week from today. I was uh, wrapping a gift last night, and Lincoln's like, oh, can I get some gifts? I'm like, dude, at Christmas? <laughs> and Sam's like, it's only a couple weeks away. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's one week away. Yeah, one week. She, she's like, oh, well, I mean. It's not tomorrow or anything. Yeah. It sneaks up on you. It's, it's, I think the older you get, like Christmas is like, it just, it's like, it's just kind of more, Yeah, it's it's a, it's just a day on the calendar that's coming. And like, for some people, they get super into Christmas and, and like they, they plan for it. It's their favorite holiday. But like for me, I love having my kids here. But I don't like look at the calendar and be like, okay, mm-hmm. so this day we're going to do this, and this day we're going to do this. And it's like, but, but like, I don't know, like a lot of families have like many Christmas parties they go to throughout yeah. the week Christmas. And it's, um, we do. do you, it, it gets to be too much. We've, we've cut back significantly where we really only go to like one extended family Christmas and then our immediate family Christmases. But it was like, there's a point in time where we had the opportunity to go to like, Fuck. Six or seven Christmases over like two or three days. Wow. It's like my wife's dad's side, my wife's mom's side, my mom's side, my dad's side, my immediate parents and siblings, plus our little family with Lincoln and Wet. It was like, holy Jesus, we're trying to pack all this shit in there. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a it's a lot of it's a lot of parties and a lot of um energy and it's a lot of money and Yeah, a, and it it makes it almost less enjoyable. Well, because you're tired, man. Yeah. And yeah, it's you're just like running you're, around. And yeah, it's no fun. It's no fun just to run, 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 run. Yeah. But no, so I w- woke up this morning and was getting ready to come here, and Lincoln woke up and he's like, Dad, was, is it Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Oh, man. I'm like, you got a week yet, bud. He goes, Oh, <laughs> you make me oatmeal. <laughs> Dude, that's it's so. I love little kids on Christmas, so. It's like they still got that stars in their eyes, and so last last night was the the night market. Yeah. So I had to go pick up my son at the airport. At like he came in at six forty five, so I didn't have much time at the night market. But Santa was at the night market. Oh yeah. Yeah. So kind of just walking around. There's this big line <clears throat> to see Santa Claus, right? And it like goes all the way across the area where everybody's got to walk through. So you got to kind of weave in between the line, right? So we're walking up, and there's this little girl, and she's uh, probably like three. She's standing there, and she's waving everybody through to go in front of her, and she's so fucking happy. She's just like, her eyes are like a snow globe. They're all lit up, and she's just like, fucking, I'm going to see Santa. (laughs) And she's like, just go ahead. It's the greatest day in the world. I'm going to see Santa. Go ahead. You can come through, and you can come through, and you can come through. And she was just like... Like just the the pure fucking joy in this girl's face was so awesome, and it's like that's the cool shit. Yeah, you know, it's like it's magic, it's fucking magic. Like, uh, uh, you know, she knows 
that this this dude in a red suit in front of her is going to make her dreams come true. <laughs> and in exactly seven days, he's going to sneak in in the middle of the night. And she's not there. He's going to eat the cookies that she left out. Yep. And Rudolph's going to take a couple bites of those carrots, baby. And then he's going to read the letter. And then and then he's going to put all the presents under the tree. And she's going to wake up and she's going to be fucking amazed. And that, as a parent, is like the most fucking amazing part. That's why we go through all the shit on Christmas Eve night after they go to sleep. Yeah, last year I went through fucking all that shit. I had this grand idea, this grand idea. Like, we're buying a train to put around the Christmas tree. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, and it's going to be our thing where every year we're going to put this train up. Christmas Eve? Yep. Oh, nice. And and this is going to be our thing. Yeah. So I bought this train and... We hit it from the boys and they're sleeping and Sam's getting gifts ready. I'm like, I'm, I'm putting together this train. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I was an idiot and I thought it, you plugged it into the wall, like the track or something like that. <laughs> and so I open it up and we're setting it up I'm like, oh, fuck. This needs like eight C batteries. I'm like, do we have any C batteries? <laughs> Sam's like, no. And this is like 1120 p.m. On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve night. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> What'd you do? I drove my ass to Quick Trip and bought some C batteries. Oh, my God. Quick Trip comes in clutch on Christmas Eve. I didn't think Walmart. I didn't know if Walmart was going to be open or not. Oh, yeah. I would have thought Walmart before Quick Trip. They might have been. I, I, I was driving by, and the way I go to Walmart, you know, I'm coming on. If, uh, it's to my left. And the parking lot was, like, pretty much empty. I'm like, hmm. So I was like, do I turn and risk them not being open or do I just go to Quick Trip because I know Quick Trip's open. Mm -hmm. So I went to Quick Trip. And of course, no one's in the store except for the one fucking cashier. I know. Thanks for being here. I need all these batteries. (laughs) Here's a $1,000. Here's an extra, yeah, $100 for these overpriced batteries at Quick Trip. Yeah, I was good. But I got to see batteries. And so when Lincoln was kind of rustling and waking up, I was already up and I was make myself coffee and uh turn the train on and choo, choo, hit the button so they can hear it and like that kind of woke them up and shit like that. oh that's awesome though. so it turned out really cool yeah so he heard the train from his room yeah fucking cool man got a small house man it echoes i know i'm just saying it's awesome that's like that's like uh, uh he'll never forget that i hope not because i put a lot of effort into it <laughs> Because it's all about you, Kyle. You selfish bastard. Yeah, man. I wanted a fucking train. Yeah. So is this? <laughs> I wanted a train. All right. When you, when I was a little kid, I asked for a train. I didn't get one. How many parents do you think do that? Like, oh, so many. Especially oh, yeah. when their kids are young. Yeah. Give all, give their kids all the things they didn't have. Yep. Yeah. That's, so that's sweet. Kyle. Yeah, man. I dig it. I dig it. It's uh um. So that's a Christmas tradition. Well, I don't know. We only did it one year, and we haven't put it up this year yet. So, Are you, but you're gonna do it. I'm yeah, assuming. yeah. We were going to. I was like, when do we put this up? And Sam's like, on Christmas Eve. I'm like, oh, okay. And she goes, we have a puppy. He's gonna destroy it. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah, that'll be interesting, huh? But we have a gate now, like a little fence gate thing around mm. the tree, because both the dog and my youngest Wesley were destroying the tree. So oh, we yeah? had to borrow some blockage, <laughs> and, like, block this thing off, pulling like pulling the balls yeah. off and stuff. Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, dude. Our youngest, he's what, one and a half. Oh, shit. He grab, grabbed this one fucking ball, and he smiles, and he just takes off. 
Like, get back here. <laughs> and he wipes out, and it shatters all of over the floor. Of course it does. Like, oh, my God. It sucks. Like, do you guys have, uh, do you guys get Christmas ornaments? Yeah. Places you visit and shit? Not, we don't really do places we visit, but, like, our parents give us an ornament every year. It's a, I think it's, like, it, it's definitely a thing where, like, you can look back over time every Christmas mm-hmm. You know, so it's like when there's photos on the wall, you see them all the time, and then, like, you kind of just gloss over them. But, like, with Christmas ornaments, it's like, uh, oh, this is from when we went to Yellowstone. You remember that trip? And then we can all kind of go yeah. down memory lane, you know. Um, it's it's a pretty neat deal. And then when one breaks, though, it sucks. It's like it we'll open up our, our box of Christmas ornaments, and it's like we're not, like, careful yeah, but we got a shitload of ornaments from from all when the kids are growing up, and uh, and like some of them they made, and and then like uh, uh, some of them we just bought somewhere. So like you know you got a moose, all of a sudden it's fucking antlers missing, and shit. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> where's all, the super glue? Yeah, it's all the all the things, but it's kind of a neat thing. Like um, with my with my kids, their grandparents used to give them one when they were little, and they put their name and their mm-hmm. and the year on the back. And, uh, and so it was like, it's just kind of a neat thing. You know, yeah. it's one of those things yeah. you could little, take a little trip down memory lane with, but yeah, Lincoln was so innocent with that. When Wes shattered that one, he goes, it's okay. I think we can glue it together. I'm like, no, <laughs> buddy. I'm like, we need a vacuum to get this thing. Yeah. Up. He's a big brother. That's awesome though. He's like, he's, tr- he's like trying to be positive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way this is getting glued. It's okay, little brother. We can fix it. Yeah, you can try. <laughs> Dad can fix it. He can now, fix little brother anything. was crying because he cut his fucking hand on it. Oh, did he? Yeah. Was it just like a little? Yeah, just a little, a little bit. Yeah. He was fine. So ornament glass is like, it's like a different kind of glass. It's almost like the glass in those uh, in fluorescent lights. Yeah, it was S- super thin. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's is it even glass or is it just like Well, it breaks like glass. It does break like glass, but it feels plasticky. Yeah, but that's it's like got a coating on it. Maybe yeah. it's just the coating that's mm. on it. Whatever it is. All right, dude. All right. I guess we're gonna do this. So okay, so real quick backstory. It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> so uh uh when uh we were talking Theragun days back in the day. Back in the day. Kyle's like I was gonna get you one of these for Christmas, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was I didn't I wouldn't have planned on getting Kyle a Christmas present. Shouldn't have. But but then I'm like, well, if he's planning on getting me a present, I got to plan on getting him a present. So I was thinking about it. It's like, what would I get Kyle? I get him something super fucking dope. Oh yeah. Yep, super fucking dope. But I didn't wrap it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's in a sound machine. Is it a sound machine? Is that what it is? It could be. Sweet. You know, because I know you like you like to watch YouTube at night, and I thought maybe this would just help you drift off to sleep. I like in, it in the sleep therapy sound machine with eight soothing sounds. <laughs> it's called a sound spa. Good sleep, good life. That's a that's their motto. It's I'm trying to give you good right, sleep, bro. good life, bro. All right. Yeah. So, so Merry Christmas, brother. All right. Should I open it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You could open it. Open up. Open it up. Don't get crazy with it now. Kyle, you even wrote my name on a with a fucking pencil. <laughs> <laughs> I had to remember because I set it on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to lose it. Napkins. 
I got you some napkins. You got me so many napkins. That's for, that's for, so when you drool at night. Bro, are you kidding? Nope. That's hilarious. <laughs> You're not supposed to look into it. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome, bro. This is a Milwaukee flashlight. Yeah. Oh, you fucker. It's the brightest flashlight in the world. Is it? Maybe not in the world, but it's super fucking bright. All right, you need to open yours. All right, I'm going to open it. Oh, okay. Now, unlike me, Kyle fucking did such a nice wrapping job with this with this present he got me. And he even put a card on the front. I did. So so Well, it's just yeah. Much to tr- No, no, no. Don't don't downplay the thoughtfulness behind this. This is going to be so hilarious. Okay, so I got to open the card first. Well, it's not a real card. It's okay. It's the, it's the family Christmas card. It's your Ike. Over the years. <laughs> Stop dragging you know? this out. It says, uh, happy holidays, 2020. So, dude, like, I love it. It's an awesome Christmas card. Thank you. It's uh, Kyle's little cute little boys and his lovely wife and their beautiful family photo. Um, got a little hoaxer going on and a little puppy. And uh, I love it. It's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Kyle, Sam, Lincoln, Wesley, and Memphis. I'm going to put that on my refrigerator because that's what you do with such things. You're going to laugh when, you're, when you see this. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to laugh. i got to open this up. Kyle ran short on wrapping paper. I didn't know how He's, to measure it. <laughs> he, was being, he was being conservative. He doesn't want to use too much. So I was trying to be it's one precisely of those exact. <laughs> Where there's like a big piece in the back where you can still see the box. So when Ike announces what this is, y'all are going to realize we spend way too much time together Uh-oh. because I know him so well. Uh-oh. It feels like it's a closed box. That's what it feels like. That's what I had in my basement. Okay. Damn. How much scotch tape? I didn't want it to open. You got to conserve. <laughs> what? Are you serious? You are not fucking serious. Oh my god! You know, that's what I'm saying. We me. spend way too much time together. <laughs> so you guys are never gonna believe this shit. But guess who's got a brand new fucking Milwaukee flashlight? <laughs> this is amazing. Because you had lost yours. Oh my god! I know. This is amazing. You loved it when we were at our campout. You're like, that's the coolest flashlight. So there we go. All right. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> See, this we spent too much time together. This is amazing. Oh Your swivels, though. Oh, fuck. It sure does. God, dude, that's like the second time. Yours is like a little spotlight. This is a different one. Yeah. How? <laughs> how's that for a little flashlight action? Pal? At least I know the lumens on that one. Yeah, I took mine out of the package because I didn't want you to know what it was. Well, that's fine. If you want to open it, you need oh, to charge thanks. it. Well, I hope you like it. I hope you didn't buy yourself one when you bought this one. Mm. Probably <clears throat> did. I have the receipt if you don't what? want to open it. This fucking thing's not going anywhere but in my fucking uh, truck. You can never have too many awesome flashlights. So Ike right had now. this awesome Milwaukee flashlight. I'm going to open it right now just because. At our camp out. These things are, I want to raise And uh, he had lost it after the camp out. And so I wanted to get you one that I knew you didn't have. And then, ironically, well, I, you get one too. I don't have this one. Okay, I don't. This is this is the one I can clip onto my baseball cap. Yeah, yeah. See that one there? 
It's got a clip, but it's super fucking heavy. All right, he's putting it on his baseball. <laughs> Doable, kind of. It's it's. <laughs> it's gonna fall off. It's gonna fall off. This one here is this one here is a little different than that one. No. Well, thank you, bro. Yeah, thank you, man. This is this is so That's fucking hilarious. hilarious. And I have napkins for days. You have napkins for days. Well, that was so when you're drooling at night, listening to your sleep sound machine. <laughs> You can wipe the drool. No, so here's the, here's the thing. When I got it for you, I was like, I was like, all right, I don't want to put it in the container because he's gonna know what it is in the in the in the wrapping. So I busted it out and I'm like, I put it in a box and I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna put in this box. I'm like I don't got tissue paper laying around, and so I I was like, oh, we got all this picnic shit. <laughs> so I went over there and I just just started cramming napkins in there until I couldn't fit any more in the box. And I like it. And seriously, I I have my carpenter's pencil in my. I hand. know I can see that. <laughs> I just I'm like, this is for Kyle. Why is the space between the K and the Y like three letters wide? I don't know. It says K space 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 <laughs> aisle. Because <laughs> because that's how I think of you. Your K aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas, dude. I tell you, great minds think alike. Over the years that we've been together. <laughs> Jesus. Do we need to stop the recording here? No, we don't I won't get I won't I won't get too sad, but I love you, man. No, seriously though. It's like uh <clears throat> like I said, I don't even I don't even like there's like a family that I don't give presents to. Same. And obviously it's like appreciate you, appreciate everything we got together and this doing this podcast and the and the guys group and Life, life is great. Life is good with yeah, you, bro. Man. I it appreciate is. you, and I love you. And Merry Christmas, and thanks for doing this. Yeah, man. You this know. is we're coming up on like a year. I know. What, I did we, look, what, what was the day we started? I have to look because I don't know specifically what day it was. It was mid January, early January. Um, yeah. I well, yeah. You were almost a year. It was, I I just remember is uh, after after our guys group one night. You're like January twenty so. third. January twenty third. Okay, so we got a month yet. Wow. So, mm, I'll have to make sure that uh, we got we got to make sure we do an a one year anniversary yeah, show. Damn right. What's that going to entail? Probably Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bill. <clears throat> so if we do the one year anniversary show, are we going to whiskey night? Oh, that would be kind of fun. We could try to like. Redeem ourselves from the first yeah. whiskey night. Mm. All right, I'll bring the smoky dirt. What are you gonna bring? Something that I can drink. Some maple maple syrup, Tennessee honey kind of no, stuff. No, I think I'm gonna. F I'll find. I'll find a non-flavored, but not like. Not like that not, not, smoky dirt not, stuff. Not not peaty. Yeah, a little cleaner. All right, so um, I want to try driftless stuff. Maybe I'll go down to driftless. Okay, Driftless is all right. Is it? Is it not, yeah, it's, it's only all right. It's all right. It's um, it's still kind of. I mean, they they've got decent bourbon for the price. That I think that uh, it's a little it's a little pricey. Okay, for what it is. Um, there's a, there's some definitely some smoother bourbons out there. If you, I know you're a bourbon guy. You're not much of a Scotch guy yet. Correct. Um, there's some bourbons out there. Uh, I like uh, um, 
there's like uh, uh, Four Roses and um, oh, yeah, yeah, Eagle yeah. Rare and uh, 1792 and um, I'll find some Woodford. There's a, there's a, there's quite a few of them out there that are smoother than the uh, Driftless okay. for a, for a, the same or even less price point. Okay, something about um, like small boutique distilleries um, that they just <clears throat> their whiskeys are just more expensive, and I think what happens is is that it, it costs a lot of money, obviously, to, to distill whiskey. And um, they're going to capitalize on people coming to the distillery and buying a bottle right. there. So the markup there is incredibly high compared to, like, what they're going to, you know, sell it for at a store. Um, because when you're at a store, you don't, you're not getting the nostalgia. You're just there to find a good whiskey, you know. Um, and <clears throat> so, like, you can go to Costco and you can buy Driftless Glen whiskey for probably 25 percent less than you can oh, really at the distillery yeah i mean obviously there's if they're selling thousands of bottles right. to costco then then they're gonna get a deal on it um but there certainly is something to being in the spot and i think all distilleries are that way like sure. if you go to even the big distilleries and their their markup at the distillery is going to be more and why not it's capitalism yeah, you're going to exactly. make more money when you can um you have a captive audience. You know they're going to buy it there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's uh, uh, Did you try the different functions? I'm hitting the button right now. Yeah, see, it's like three different levels of lighting on that on that bad boy. Oh, now I feel bad. I only got you one with two levels. That's okay. Just don't point at my face again. The thing hurts my eyes. Boom. And the the, I'm assuming it's the same with this one. The bottom's mag- magnetic. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a perfect sound effect that was awesome yeah i i got mine i got it uh sitting on my duct at home over, okay. over my work table so if i need like a pinpoint light i can just click it and it's just hanging there nice it's pretty cool anyway um yeah, yeah so we should do whiskey night we will let's do a whiskey night for a one-year anniversary i will find something i'll do some research and find something i think i'm gonna like and okay. we'll find out if i like it I'm or not pull out my calendar right now because I'm going to put it in there. You should do the same with yours. Uh, Saturday, the 20th. I don't know. That's two. Let's see. What did you say? That was the 23rd? We dropped it on the 23rd. Okay. So we're going to do the 22nd. Yeah. Okay. It's on. Uh, podcast. Whiskey night. And we got to send it to Bill. Because he wasn't here. No, we had Chris. We had Chris here. So what we're going to start, what time did we start last time? Like six, seven? Yeah, it was later. Yeah. Six-ish, I think. Yeah. <laughs> then we stayed <laughs> we until fucking midnight. Until midnight. <laughs> okay, 6 p.m. whiskey night. Um, awesome. Okay. So uh, what else you want to talk about today, man? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. That's all right. We can have a short episode. Yeah. What's happened, man? Hmm? Oh, we bought that game, by the way. Which one? Trogdor. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a fucking good game. I just, the only reason I bought it is because you told me. So every year at Christmas, we do, uh, we just, we get some board games, new ones that we never played before. So when all the families together, we got some different shit to do. And, uh, and so we're through, we're going through this, uh, um, this uh, uh, board game store, and 
Stephanie's like, well, what kind of game? We we tried doing those fucking games, like the new ones. Like it's kind of like a Cards Against Humanity, but oh, there's, yeah. there's so many versions. Yeah, and, and what's your meme? Like make the meme and yeah, know. and it's just like it's not even like that fun. Yeah, you know, it's like this 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 old trope that's super played out. Um, so she's like, what what kind of game should we get this year? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, there's this there's this one. It's about a dragon. Or some shit, <laughs> and this dude with like really strong one arm or something, and I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't even remember where I know it from. I'm like, but I think I got a picture of it. So I'm flipping through my phone in the game store looking for this picture, and it comes along and it's like Trogdor. I'm like, how the fuck? I couldn't, I didn't even remember that you had told me about it at the at the time. I was just like, I just knew it was it was in the memory bank somewhere, and I'm like, oh, that's the one Kyle told me about. There was some fucked up game that these dudes created. Yeah, yeah. So, so we got Trogdor. So kind of pumped about it. It's a, uh, uh, it's such a weird fucking premise. Like he's a burninator, right? Okay, so you need to know the backstory. So there's a website called Homestar Runner, and it's basically cartoons that these college guys made. And in one of the cartoons, one of the characters draws a dragon, and he ends up coming up with Trogdor. I mean, I th- I don't think we'll get copyright. We're not, uh, we aren't. No, we're monetized. advertising. This is free advertising. So it's it's like stupid funny comedy. Okay, that's the premise of this. Anyways, they ended up making the fucking game because of the popularity of that episode. And uh, yeah, anyways, so this is like old school fucking. Here, I'm gonna. You can hold it up to the mic. That way I'm half culpable. Okay. Is it playing? Oh, volume. It's playing, but I don't see. Oh, you know why? Because I'm an artist. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, G2G, guys are from California. A dragon? That's easy. Feel free to follow along with my simple step-by-step instructions. I'm a drawing fun. To begin, draw an S for snake. Or dragon. Or whatever. Next, we'll draw a more different S. For the head, put a top mark on a long V. Then you add some legs. Throw on a couple of arms. And... Whoa. Wait a minute. I think I need to start over. This thing doesn't look natural. Okay, starting again. The same way. S, more different S. Close it up real good at the top for his head, and then, using consummate V's, give him teeth, spinities, and angry eyebrows. And you can add smoke or fire, or maybe some wings. You know, if he's a wingling dragon. Let's put one of those beefy arms back on him for good measure. That looks really good. Coming out of the back of his neck there. Now he needs a name. How about... Trogdor, the Burninator. The Burninator, <laughs> yeah. Check out all his majesty. It, it's like, it's got a little bit of Cheech and Chong on yeah. to it, is what it reminds me. I was trying to figure out, because they did songs, and they did, and he had a similar kind of voice to that guy, and, and like, they had albums. You remember Cheech and Chong put out, did you know Cheech and Chong put out albums? I didn't. Yeah, they, had, they have comedy slash music albums. And so, like, there's like, uh, they do songs, and and it's, 
eerily similar okay. to, to that where it's like, uh, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some of their songs. Like, there, <laughs> there's this fucking bit called Dave. And, okay. And this guy, like, so Cheech is inside a house, and Chong comes up to the outside door, and it's like, and it's like, who is it? He's like, it's Dave, man. He's like, who? He goes, it's Dave. And he goes, Dave's not here. <laughs> and he's like, no, man, it's Dave, man. He's like, who? It's like, it's Dave, man. Let me in, man. The cops are after me. <laughs> and he's like, Dave's not here. <laughs> and he knocks again. He goes, who is it? He's like, it's Dave, man. D-A-V-E, Dave. And he's like, Dave? He's like, yeah, man, it's Dave. Open the fucking door. He goes, Dave's not here. Oh, Jesus. And it's it's just like, yeah. when I was in high school, I used to listen to those albums all the okay. time. I gotta, we got to play one more, their, their advertisement for the game. Because okay. I feel bad that you don't know what you just bought. No, I feel, I'm excited okay. about it. Don't feel Here, bad. Here's the advertisement for... Uh, so this is an advertisement. Well, this is their homemade advertisement. Years, some period of time, the peasant kingdom of peasantry is terrorized by From Board Electrics, the company that made that game Jervy Scat. And that game Don't Make Daddy P.O.'d comes. <laughs> Tragdar, Tragdar, a cooperative game of Burnination, Majesty, and Consummate Vs. Available in two varieties, Wingling level with wooden meeples and Burninator level with both wooden meeples and high-quality plastic miniatures. You and up to five of your friends, friends, take on the roles of the ancient keepers of Tragdar, Tragdar. Using your unique powers and enchanted items, take turns controlling the Burninator in order to achieve your goal of burninating the entire countryside, burninating all the peasants, and of course, burninating all the thatched roof cottages. Use the flame helmet and watch as peasants leave a path of destruction and even cause chain reactions. But watch out, the countryside can fight back. Knights can like hurt you real bad. Pesky peasants can repair the countryside. Oh, what jerks! And the archer twins can shoot in two directions. Arrowed! Ah, my beef! I drew wingling. I can start my turn anywhere on the game board. I got consummate Vs. I can move diagonally. Uh-oh, I drew the trog hammer. That increases difficulty and makes for exciting play. <coughs> We're almost there. I drew shot put. Doosh! We burned it at the last touch roof cottage! We, we did, did it! And now you can do it by pledging to this hard drive. Fund drive. What is it? Fundraiser drive. Tragdar. Tragdar. From Board Electrics. And the Tragdar comes in the night. Oh, it's door! It's Tragdar! It's Tragdar! And the Tragdar comes in the night! That's fun. <clears throat> I'm gonna have so, to show that to the fam. Yeah, you got, it it helps to have context on on the thing. Yeah, so I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to pull up. Um, send me the link on that. All right, and then I'll I'll uh, everybody I'll, I'll put I'll sh- shoot it to the TV and everybody can watch yeah. it. Fucking Bill, you know, 
Fucking Bill. Fucking Bill. He comes over to the house the other night. <clears throat> and he's going to come watch the game with us. And uh, uh, we're watching the game, and he's like, hey, guys, I want to show you this SNL skit over halftime. It's like, all right, cool. So he's, I'm like, what's it called? And he's telling me, and he's going to, he's like, here, you can just, he's holding his phone up. We're in my living room. He's holding his phone up, like, way out there so we can all see his phone. I'm like, just, what's it called? And he told me, and I just shot it to my TV. Mm-hmm. And he goes, whoa, you can do <laughs> What did like, you use? Do you have, like, an Apple TV? Huh? No, I just got a Vizio TV. How's it do it? You didn't know you could do that? No. So, like, if you got a smart, do you have a smart TV? Yeah. Yeah, so if you got a smart TV in the room and you pull up a video on YouTube, there's a little uh, uh, icon on the top of the video, and it's, it looks like a little TV with uh, little bars on oh, the corner. Yeah. Click on that, and it's phew, automatic right to your TV. Interesting. Uh, see, I was gonna flip Bill all this well, shit for being not technically <laughs> technically savvy, and and I'm like, I guess I gotta flip you some shit too, dude. You so- probably just have to connect to the TV first, which I haven't done. No, because I see that little TV, but it always just offers. It does it through my Wi-Fi. Phone. No, you just do. All you just you pull it up, and you just hit it. Yeah, but like at some t- point in time, did you set up your phone and your TV? No, it oh. just it it it, That's picks, it picks it up through the Wi-Fi network, and it says family room TV. Click on the TV, shoots it right through the TV. Creepy. It's not, it's, it's. That's good. That's cool. I guess I'm super advanced. I guess. Wow. I have never thought of myself as super advanced, but I'm taking it. I'm going to take it and run with it. Well, I don't, I, in fairness, I do not have my smart TV hooked up to the internet. Oh. I have a smart TV that I don't use as a smart TV. How come? Um, Because when I got the TV, Logan, who is really tech savvy, was explaining that I got a good TV, but the TV I got isn't that good. And if I hook it up to, like, my internet is slow enough where the TV doesn't have, like, a really fast processor okay, to compensate for my slow internet. So, like, streaming Netflix from my TV, is it's going to buffer a lot because my internet sucks so bad. Oh, So okay. I actually have to have a, a Roku that I stream through because it the processor okay. is just better. That, that makes, makes it sense. more seamless. Yeah, that yeah. makes total sense. So you so you you use the TV with a Roku box as opposed to the Correct. smart TV function that has a built-in Roku or whatever. Yeah, it is, whatever yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. well, that makes total sense. I get that. <clears throat> I was just thinking that you had a smart TV and you just didn't use it at all, like you didn't watch Netflix or anything on it. Well, yeah, I, I technically don't. I watch it. On your through iPad? the Roku. Well, <laughs> the screen projects the, the yes, Netflix. Yes. The, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But the the application is not run through the TV. Mm-hmm. Do you guys do you guys have like a Christmas uh, movie that you guys watch every year? Do it's like a thing? Not really. No? We watch Christmas movies, but it's not like an every year thing. My parents will put on a Christmas story. Okay, sure. Um, so I guess that's like the tradition as they play that, um, but no one really watches it anymore. It's just kind of on in the background. Mm-hmm. I've seen that movie so many freaking times. I don't need to see it again. Yeah. So there's okay. So let's let's do a rundown. What are the traditional Christmas movies? It's a It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. It's probably like the OG, right? Probably. Um, and then uh, uh, Scrooge. What What's that called? <clears throat> Well, they've made so many r- different iterations of it. I know, but what's the original? I don't know. 
like where where he sees the ghost, right? Yeah, is that a, that's not it's a wonderful life. No. Um, yeah. What's but is it is it just called Scrooge? No, I think it's called is it a Christmas Carol? A Christmas Carol? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I know either. the movie you're talking about. Yeah. So then there's there's that. Um and then uh uh what's next? Home Alone? Is that a Christmas story? I was gonna say movie? a Christmas story. A Christmas story. That's the one where he shoots oh, yeah. his eye with oh, a yeah. BB gun. He's gonna shoot her out. Christmas story. That's probably before Scrooge. Not the original Scrooge. Okay, no. Like I haven't seen Christmas the Christmas. It's like it's like old it's black and white, I think. Oh, okay. Like there's a black and white version of it. Um that's just why I can't remember the name of it. It's probably it's probably Christmas Carol. You're you're right. Um, yeah, and then and then the uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, that's that was like my Christmas movie. Christmas movie growing up was a Christmas Story. Right, but it wasn't like we played it. It was just on TV. Yeah, and and you know? that's what I'm trying to say too. Like, it's not like we intentionally put it in a DVD or right. put it on and sit down and watch it. It's just on in the background. Like we don't sit down and just watch a Christmas mm-hmm. movie. But nowadays, like with TV not really being TV anymore, like not very, not as many people have cable. Yeah, you know where the where the Christmas story is playing. You know, it's like twenty four seven on TBS, right? And so it's um, you got to your intention. It's more intentional now. Yeah, you know, so like for my kids, it's Elf. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like that was always a you know Elf, and then uh, um, Die Hard. So, oh, you're going to hate me. What? I don't think I've ever watched Die Hard in its entirety. What? Like, I, I'm still confused. Why is it a Christmas movie? Is it, is it a Christmas premise? It happens over Christmas. Okay, it's, during, okay, okay. it's during the company Christmas party. Okay, then I don't remember. Oh, duh. I know which one. National Lampoon's Christmas. Oh, yeah. Now that. Yeah, that's a definite. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's Shitter's a, full. Yep. Yeah. That's a for sure a Christmas movie. That's it, actually one that I'll sit down and watch when it's on too. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really go wrong with that with that one. And and then um so there was <laughs> we had our Holly Jolly Light Parade. Yeah, you know, here in Baraboo, yeah. you were there. Um I wasn't there. You weren't there? The club was there. You didn't go? No, because I was uh still in I was leaving the woods. Oh, yeah, I didn't make it back right. in time. Didn't make it back in time. Um, so uh, Stephanie and I and Bill walked down um, to the parade, and uh, uh, I brought a little, 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 something, right. little something to warm the belly. So we're watching the parade, and and Bill and I are just kind of Stephanie's got a little coffee cup with some wine in it, you know, and um, Bill and I are, had a little flask and taking a sip now and then. And uh, I don't think I was really feeling anything, but I know I was being kind of flamboyant and okay. a little rambunctious maybe with talking and t- being kind of loud. <laughs> this float goes by. You know what a zoot suit is? No. Nope. It's like a, uh, like a track suit, but it's like, it's like bright silver. Okay. So this, this float goes by, and uh, these two people are wearing zoot suits. And I was like, I looked at them like, I don't fucking get what the deal is with the people in the zoot suits. They're from Lampoons, yeah. Yeah. Well, I at the moment, 
I wasn't getting it. Um, the guy had a chainsaw, but he was like pretending to cut the house down. Oh, yeah, that's wrong. And I was like, okay. And 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 I guess like the people on the float were dressed like the National Lampoon's people, but they didn't look anything like them. Like mm. they're and so it was. And so it took me a second. And this lady's like, it's National Lampoon's. I'm like. Oh, and I started <laughs> laughing, and she just looked at me like, you fucking moron. Yeah. She's just like, just get away. Just get away. Well, you were on her bad side. I was. I was. And I think probably she saw me take a little sip, yeah. and it was like, yeah, well, I was like, yeah. You got to put that stuff in your, your Yeti tumbler. Then it looks like you're just drinking out of a Yeti. I know, but everybody knows, and it's like, it, a Yeti doesn't fit in my pocket. True. You know, and it's like, I don't have a Yeti tumbler, honestly. Now that, now that I think about it, I've got... Like, you didn't order yourself one? I, <laughs> one would think that I would have ordered myself a Yeti tumbler, but I don't ever use them. Oh, sure. I don't. This is, I have a Nalgene bottle. Yeah. And that's really every once in a while I bring a coffee cup here on a Sunday when it's not a Saturday. <laughs> Unless it's today. Unless it's today. Um, so, no, it, it, it was more... So I ordered, you know, for anybody who's still fucking listening to this rambling ass show, um, I ordered four Yeti tumblers for my family in Texas. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I did not order one for myself just because I just didn't. I don't know. I just have the. I just didn't like mm. think about. Oh, I really. I need one of those. I just knew they really loved them. Yeah, and that's all I really cared about. So um, I like the Yeti tumblers, but you have to get this separate lid that like closes. That doesn't come with a closable lid. No, just their typical, like, tumbler. No, it's just got the hole. I'm pretty sure. See, I didn't... See, but they, then they make ones that are, like, they have that little black slidey lid. Yeah, that yeah. slider. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my... Maybe they've changed them. I haven't bought one in a long time. Well, I don't... I, I didn't do that deeper research. I just went, okay, bam, that's the one I want. It's yeah. a big tumbler. And it, I didn't, like, think that it might... I knew, but I should have because that one you've got had a different kind of screw on top. Yeah, it's a bottle. Yeah, the water. Yeah. But, I mean, there's options. Right. You know, so it comes with a basic or whatever, and then you can upgrade. It's all upgrades. It's all upgrades. That's what, it's, that's what life is about nowadays is just upgrades. Upgrade yeah. everything. Like, uh, you buy airline tickets. You don't do this. I know. But I do this a lot. And it's like every every other screen is, do you want to upgrade? Do you want to upgrade? Mm -hmm. Do you want to go to business class? Do you want to go to first class? Do you want to... Do you want to get a pre-check? Do you want to skip the lines? Do you want to do this? It's just a little more money. It's just only $29, you know, on it. And it's just like you could you could bury yourself in your $179 round trip ticket. It could cost you $800, $900 by the time you do all the fucking upgrades Jesus. that they offer you. And it's just like it's constant. It's like, uh, uh, it's like if I'm flying, I know that my that I could fly first class if I wanted to. Like I know there's an option. It's on the list. Mm -hmm. Like, but you don't need to ask me every other screen if I want to do first class or if I want to do this. And it's just like, I don't know. I get it. It's ways for airlines to make more yeah, money. So they, can, they can keep their ticket, maybe keep the ticket prices a little cheaper. But upsell, baby, upsell. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. All right, dude. Hey, so are we? Rec we're not recording next week, are we? No, it's Christmas. Unless you want to do a Christmas special. No, I do not. <laughs> No, Christmas morning is going to be... What about New Year's? The Sunday of New Year's, what about that? Uh, 
Let me look at my calendar. Let's get some schedules figured. Let's get some schedules. You know, I called Logan. I left him a message, a nice message. I was kind. Said, would love to have you on a podcast. Dude, nothing. Radio silence, no text message. Nada. I was a little sad. He's a busy guy. He is. Yeah. And I know he's like up late at night, right? Doesn't he do his shit late at night? Yeah, and he might be working third shift. Yeah. Either way, I miss I miss my brother Logan. Does he listen to this? No. He doesn't listen. No, it doesn't matter if I tell him on here then. Because he's not going to hear I don't think he listens. Uh, he probably doesn't listen. Um, So New Year's, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day is Saturday. Yeah, so you want to do Sunday? Let's do Sunday. All right. Let's do Sunday. Oh, wait a second. There it is. What are you doing for New Year's? Uh, no idea. Probably nothing. You, you gonna step to like? Do you do the thing where you can click on a channel from a different place and then you can make you the, ball drop the ball drop for like your kids? Ten like, o'clock. Yeah, nine nine ten o'clock. I have no idea. I <laughs> did I ever tell you? I know we're gonna get out of here. Did I ever tell you about when uh, New Year's at Sam's parents when I left without her? What? <laughs> we were at Sam's parents for New Year's. This was before we had kids. And uh, I don't remember what was happening, but she fell asleep on, like, her mom's bed talking to her mom, and I was hanging out with her brother. Mm-hmm. And so her brother's friend came over, and like, well, this is in Leland. Yeah. Like, well, you want to go down to the bar? Looked in. Sam's passed out on the bed, and it's like, sure, 1030. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I get a phone call at like 11.45. Where are you? I'm like, at the bar. She goes, well, we were going to watch the ball drop. I'm like, you were fucking sleeping. But I'm awake now, motherfucker. You better get home. So did you pay your tab quick and go home? I don't remember. That's a no. I have a feeling it was a no. (laughs) I think I won some door prize too. Really? Yeah. So I was good that night. New Year's Eve is like, I think it's safe to go out to the bar as long as you you wrap it, as soon as your New Year's Eve hits, yeah, it's like oh yeah, there's no point in staying after that. It's just it's they call it amateur hour for a reason, and it's like two a.m. bar time on New Year's Eve is like you don't want to be out. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel bad for police officers and stuff that got to deal with that shit on New Year's Eve. Well, we're not those people, so no, 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 we are not. All right, all right. Hey, Merry everyone. Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. We will talk to you after the New Year. Yes, we will. So this is the final pod for 2021. Wow, I, I, I feel like I should have had something more prepared for the final one of 2021. We're wrapping up a fucking crazy year, man. We are wrapping up a year, and we're coming up on a year of this. So we'll have some good shit on, on our whiskey night. But uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll bring in Bill because he's the fave. We're gonna try to anyway. I don't know if he'll be around. I mean, if we want listens, we know we got we gotta have Bill because he'll be the listener. So. Yeah, he's gonna be listening to this. If he's not around, we can have a different person. We'll find someone else. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if so. He's in Mexico right now. Oh, okay. Bill's Bill's soaking up some 80 degree weather in Mexico. He left last. He left on Tuesday, Wednesday. He flew out on Wednesday, so he I. Depending on when this drops, if it drops on Tuesday, he might still be in Mexico when he listens to it. Maybe. So that's that'd be fine. kind of fun. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Bill can listen to it in Mexico. And think I mean, of, Whiskey Night's not till the 22nd. He's got a month. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, uh, uh, just to think about listening to our podcast from another country. 
True. That's, that's ex- not VPN. That's not VPN. <laughs> that's exciting. That's exciting stuff. We're we're worldwide. <laughs> all right. Listen, everybody. Love y'all. It's been a crazy year, and and it's been an enjoyable year. I know for me. Um, I can't speak for Kyle. I don't know what it's been like for him, but I know I've been loving the shit out of this, and uh, appreciate all the listeners that are still listening, even when we ramble on about shit that we're giving out misinformation on. Um, Always. Yeah. Peace, everybody. All right. Much love. Have a great and safe holiday and New Year's. And yeah, till next time. Bye-bye. Bye.